Do you remember what it was like to prep for the holidays as a kid? I can remember this era of excitement right before Christmas season for my family, and I'd be writing down all of my dream gifts like an exhaustive list, right? Wondering which ones were actually going to make it beneath my tree in the end, because you can't get everything you ask for. Now, for kids who were like me and liked to dream big, I kind of felt like more is less was the way to go, so my list was exhaustive, like We've got categories and we've got multiple options in each category, right? Like more is less. I thought personally, Santa and my mama needed to have some options to choose from. You know what I'm saying? But I've been reflecting on that thinking and in adulthood, it has become quite clear that in most circumstances, less really does tend to be more, especially when we introduce an element of thoughtfulness and intention in whatever it is that we're doing. So that thinking definitely goes for my holiday gift wish lists, but it also goes for the way that I operate in business and in leadership. Now I've got an example for you and it's one of my favorite topics to discuss. It's all about that talent strategy and hiring, okay? So when we think about this, less really is more when we introduce that thoughtfulness and intention. I like to think about it instead of going full on with a general, like really exhaustive new hire wish list in the hopes that candidates can tick off just a couple of them boxes. We at Tiana Taiko, we go crazy for an aligned job description that specifies must-haves versus nice-to-haves with clarity, right? Like this is the total opposite of the um, everything in the kitchen sink approach. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people tend to ask me like, how do you create a job description that's not just regurgitated from what you Googled when you Googled, you know, a business manager, right? And also isn't just an exhaustive, random, glorified wish list. How do we make sure our job descriptions and just the way that we approach talent strategy, generally speaking, really is tailored to exactly what we need out of a role and for our company as a whole. We make sure that it is realistically describing the role at hand, as well as taking account into account, excuse me, your company culture. And so it's this level of accuracy that is made possible through a job analysis. So in today's episode, I really want to chat with you for just a few minutes about what a job analysis is and three ways that I have found it really can truly be a strategic advantage for growing companies. Go ahead and get settled because we are going to dig into just that in this episode. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, Team Dynamics Consultant and Trained Industrial Organizational Psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now, you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to TIPOD. This episode is brought to you by Dream Hire Bootcamp. Whether you're hiring for the first time or the 14th time, your company will benefit from a strategic hiring method. I mean, what if finding your dream hire suddenly became, dare I say it, 
easy. That's right, DHB is your advanced hiring method to help you choose the right person for the right job, even if you've been burned by a bad hire before. We're talking the perfect integrator, business manager, executive assistant, or even marketing director for your company, all without the overwhelm and drama that usually accompanies some messy hiring. It's definitely possible. Just head to tianatai.com DHB to learn more. Alrighty, so you may be like, okay, Tiana, you said this level of accuracy, this level of intention in my talent strategy is made possible through something called a job analysis. But what the heck is a job analysis? Don't worry, I got you. So a job analysis is basically a comprehensive process of studying a job to determine which activities and responsibilities it includes its relative importance to other jobs in the company, the qualifications necessary for the performance of the job, and the conditions under which the work is performed, right? So in my field, we commonly use these to create extremely specific job descriptions. Now, just an important little note, I want you to remember that when we talk about a job analysis, it is for one specific job, i.e. job analysis, right? Uh, we don't conduct like a team-wide analysis from a macro level. So it's very, very specific micro level for each individual role in your company, okay? Now, admittedly, this is a technique that we use typically in much larger corporations because as you can imagine, if you're gonna be hiring 50 of the same role within a company, we want to make sure that everything that is required of this role is nailed down, right? We also want to make sure that when it comes to talent development, uh, like performance management, things like bonuses and raises and all these different nuances that go into this talent strategy, we want to make sure that they're anchored to, you know, real data and a clear understanding about what is truly required out of a job. However, obviously, if I'm talking to you about this on TIPOD, I do see that there is a unique benefit, a unique strategic advantage to sometimes utilizing this even if you have a small business and you are growing as a company, okay? So in today's episode, we are going to break down three ways that it truly can benefit your growing company, right? I want these three things to give you some ideas, some insight into, hmm, okay, if I take a deeper look at this role or this role within my company, perhaps there can be an advantage there, all right? So let's go ahead and dig into it. First of all, I talked about it. That's how I introed the episode. We are talking about job descriptions, all right? Now, I'm sure no matter who you are or what industry you operate in, we have all seen some job descriptions that are better than others, right? Now, sometimes job descriptions are like clearly copy and paste from someone else's from the internet, or they don't really even give you a feel for what the actual job is, or maybe they're just quite frankly, completely inaccurate, right? Now, a super common consequence of inaccurate, ineffective job descriptions is that we bring on people onto our team, into our company, and they appear to be a good fit. Perhaps even on paper, they are a good fit, but quickly we realize that something is off, right? Now, usually what I see is that there is some sort of inaccuracy either in the description of the role itself or in the nuance of how that role can play into the larger company and really mesh with the overall organizational culture as a whole. 
right? Now, if you want to identify the best person for a job, I'm telling you, my friend, you need to accurately describe that job. And so a job analysis is one of the most It's literally like the creme de la creme of methodologies to identify exactly what is truly required out of a role, okay? So in a job analysis, we like to collect all of this information so that whenever we translate it basically into a job description, we are summarizing and organizing information for those job-related details. So some of that information for your reference is going to be knowledge, skills, and abilities, also known as KSAOs, that are needed for that specific role, Uh, common work activities and behaviors, different interactions with other people, both internal and external to your company, performance standards, as well as working conditions, right? So we collect all of this information and we like to include it in those job descriptions so that we can have a super clear and realistic depiction of exactly what this job involves so that you are actually attracting the right applicants in the first place. And so that you don't come across this issue of bringing someone on who seems like they're gonna be a good fit and then either they are not meshing with the role that you even hired them for or they're not meshing with your company as a whole, both of which we absolutely want to avoid. Alrighty, so let's talk about a second way that I have seen the job analysis really benefit uh, different companies. And the second way is in the creation of selection assessments. Now, I will go ahead and tell you, this one is going to benefit some more than others, but let's talk about selection assessments for just a minute. So I don't know if you have experienced this, but people lie. And sometimes the desire to get a certain job kind of outweighs a little bit of reason. And so we see people really exaggerating their skill level, both on applications and in resumes. And so a lot of companies choose to utilize selection assessments to really combat this issue, right? Now, if you're going to utilize a selection assessment, you're probably also going to need a job analysis. Why? Well, the knowledge, skills, and abilities that we outline and uncover in a job analysis typically provide the foundation for both assessment questions as well as experiences that you will design. So by having that solid understanding of both the role and its requirements, you're going to be able to more fully evaluate the critical tasks for that role. And what happens when we are able to do that is that we find out that the people that are truly qualified for the role pass the selection assessment with flying colors. And if they struggle or there's a lot of complaining or they're not really you know, hitting the mark, The good thing is we have figured that out before wasting anybody's time, both theirs and yours, because everybody's time is super, super valuable. And all any of us wants is to have the right butts in the right seats, right? That benefits everybody involved. Now, I definitely want to make you aware that just like everything when it comes to hiring really needs to be fair and equitable, we need to make sure that selection assessments are also fair and they should be defensible as truly job relevant. So that's why IO psychologists like me really prefer to conduct these job analysis and utilize this data as a basis for developing these types of assessments. 
Why? Because they are focusing directly on assessing how well job candidates can perform critical work tasks, okay? So we're not looking at the fluff. We're not really looking at the nice to haves in these job analysis. We are looking at which skill sets, which knowledge bases, which abilities are absolutely required for critical work tasks. And so that's really what you want to pay attention to, to make sure that this is really a fair thing that candidates are going through. Alrighty, so we are rounding out to the third area that I have found even for small growing companies, job analysis and the information that's collected through the process can really benefit you. So this one is going to be in training and development. Now, I know larger corporations have entire training and development departments and you're like, Tiana, I am training and development. I function as most of HR in my company. Like, what are you talking about? I'm also the CEO. I ain't got time, but I got you. Because in regards to training and development for smaller growing companies, there is still a lot that can be done that is reasonable and will not take up too much time, right? So even after your new team members are hired and onboarded, it really is important to think about continued training and development because of course, we want people on our team to get better and better and really develop their skill set and grow with us, right? If you want your company to grow, you are going to want your talent to continue to grow. It is so crucial. So of course, I get it. Like we chose the best of the best who applied. We brought them on. We hired them. Maybe they even went through that selection assessment we just talked about. But that doesn't mean there's not room for continued improvement. So this ongoing development really should be rooted in those unique job requirements that we revealed by conducting a job analysis. So when thinking about how that job analysis can really benefit your curation of what your training and developmental experiences look like, I want you to reflect on, you know, the individual team members experience level and really encourage conversations about their future development. So in doing so, you can do things like revisit the job description, let them rate their skills and abilities for each criterion listed. Just remember, at the end of the day, great training really does focus on amplifying existing skill sets and filling in gaps as necessary. Of course, following this conversation, you would want to gather resources and create the training as needed. And so as you can see, all of that, all of this conversation and the development of such experiences is still rooted in all of the data that you connect, you collect, excuse me, via a job analysis. Alrighty, so level with me. Have I done my due diligence in convincing you why a job analysis really can benefit a couple of different elements of your overall talent strategy? I mean, everything from job descriptions, specifications, your selection assessments, your ongoing training and development, all of these things are truly informed by all of that information that you're kind of digging up via a job analysis. Now, if you are feeling like this is your next step, take the data-driven approach and make sure that these different talent strategy elements are truly anchored in data and aligned with your company and your goals and everything that matters to you as things continue to evolve in your business. I hope this episode was helpful and was able to shed some light into how a job analysis can truly serve your growing company. Leave us a comment or leave a review. We always love to hear how you are utilizing all of the little tips and tricks that we share with you here on Tide Pod in your growing business. And we will see you on the next episode. 